guess sometimes things do be retrograde. How's that? I don't know. I just heard it on the song, so oh, I just oh, was like oh, repeating oh. it right, sure, for effect. Sure. No, sure, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't know where my head's at today. <laughs> I've just been keeping up with the Kardashians, so I sometimes just drift off into dreamland yeah. about that. This is actually an <laughs> unprecedented time for us in our relationship. You're more caught up with the Kardashians than me, and I like love hate that. Well, look, here's the thing. I'm not actually caught up. I just watched the one episode. Right. <laughs> I just was... I really curious. was curious with a K s- with curious with a K about Kim K <laughs> and her experience in Paris and what happened and um I wanted to watch it and I just want to thank Brian Cott with a K <laughs> for his Xfinity password because if it wasn't for you I wouldn't be able to be besting yeah. your daughter and her Kardashians knowledge. Thanks, Dad. Um, but really this, good episode. Have you have you not watched it still? Elizabeth! I know. I'm going to get there. Weekend like plans. actually good filmmaking. And I was like, if every episode could be like this, I would actually watch the show. Also, we should mention, this is that so retrograde. Oh, have you? Sorry. They must know that by yeah, now. Yeah. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Yeah, I'm Stephanie with a K. With no K, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm cunt with a K. <laughs> um, wow. We're talking about essential oils today. What a hard right. I know. Just like go. And I feel like people are tuning in. They might want to know. What's I don't know if on? our title lets them know or not. No, you're so right. And also, like, they might not care about Kardashians. Care with a K. Okay, sorry. <laughs> done, 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 done. Joke done. done Bye. Done. Put the joke away. <laughs> um, yeah, we're talking about essential oils. For, for us, I'm going to speak for both of us, a big topic. Something that is very much a, we'll call it a wellness trend mm-hmm. that is seems to be big business and I'm like whoa, whoa, whoa hold on I feel like I know nothing about this yeah what should what what should we know what are the basics and for me it's like I've been wearing what I thought were essential oils as perfume for so long but those are more like perfume oils I think yeah I'm um, like the Egyptian musks the vanilla the myrrh the frankincense I've been wearing those in my body but I've never really had any understanding of like their deeper meaning exactly it's like it's like almost I feel like Essential oils are like crystals. They are, but for like, your nose, it's like they can be for your nose. <laughs> it's like nose candy. Yeah, guys. it it is. Should we call that? Should we call this episode nose candy? Sure, maybe. Why not? Let's, yeah, let's we'll throw it around. Throw it around. <laughs> um, but in the in the essential oils space, and I must say, I know you have one too now. The diffuser Sage Wellness Diffuser changed my life. You guys. It's actually game-changing. Both Elizabeth and I have wanted to get a diffuser for quite some we time. And a diffuser. we got it finally. And it's it's so fucking next level. You guys must go out and find a way to procure one immediately. Yeah, and I know there's like some specifics that you need to look for when you're buying one. And I want to ask Hope Gillerman, who's our guest today, about mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Because um, not all diffusers are alike. But I did figure out a diffuser hack Um back when I was, uh, you know, being mindful of my budget. Sure. And I you take I took my humidifier mm-hmm. and I put essential oils on a washcloth mm-hmm. or a, a Kleenex or a washcloth and put it over the, like, vent where the humidification comes out. I made that word up. Sure. Uh, and it works the same. steam. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it works the same. Oh, really? Life hack. Interesting. Yeah. But get a diffuser, guys. But get a diffuser. Yeah. But I'm just saying, Are like, they expensive? Diffusers, I think they started about $30. Oh, okay. That's good. But check out Sage Wellness. They really have the coolest ones. Yeah. 
on their website. And another shout out to Sage Wellness on the essential oil tip before we get into this hot episode. Hot content. Yeah. Is um, they sent us this um, pharmacy on the go thing. Oh, pocket pharmacy. And it's a tiny little case of like five different oils. Oh, yeah. And it's so amazing. There's this one that they have that you guys must check out called Peppermint Halo. And it's like icy hot on overdrive. And I put it on my body last night when I was watching Dave Chappelle's new special on Netflix. Definitely watch that. And I felt like I was floating in my bed and I was completely sober. So Into that. It felt so, my body felt so light and so good. I'm also a big fan of... H. Gillerman Organics. Um, she does hope who's going to be on in a moment. She has a jaw clenching remedy mm-hmm. that really is phenomenal for like any facial tension. And her meditation oil. Yeah. We love it all, guys. We're, yeah. We, we're, we might know a little bit more about essential oils than we thought we did because yeah. I guess we're like we're using already, them. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so many questions and we had so many great questions that came in from you guys and we're going to incorporate them into the show and let's just get right to it let's welcome hope gillerman founder of h gillerman organics and author of essential oils every day rituals remedies for healing happiness and beauty welcome to the show we're so happy to have you thank you i just decided to come here and stink up the place (laughs) in a good way yeah. Which is uh, something different than Steph's left armpit. Okay, my one <laughs> armpit has a has a something to say. It wants to know she's here and she's queer. She's get used to it and she's proud. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine and that's fine. It's totally fine. I'm good with her. So <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we mentioned Mind Body Green, and we actually had you on our Mind Body Green episode, but. As we said on that episode, we've got to have you back because we've got to go deep on this topic. Essential oils. There's something. It, it is a, something that is like so inundated in the quote unquote wellness sphere right now. Um, we had so many questions coming from our listeners when we told them we were going to do a show dedicated to essential oils. We've had such an amazing response. Yeah. Everyone's curious. Everyone is very curious. So am I. You know, because I feel as though the traditional, not only do we know that they have healing properties, but also the for me at least the traditional like perfume of it all is no longer working for me. Like I used to wear Dolce and Gabbana and like Burberry. You wear light blue. Yeah, I wore light blue. I wore <laughs> Design. Do you remember Design? No. Oh my God, Design was like the perfume of the early 90s. Anyways, and I have tried to like revisit perfumes in my life and it's just far too synthetic and strong. And so I'm living for oils, but I'm not very educated about what they do and exactly what I can use them for. So I'm really excited to be educated on and this topic. And aside from them just smelling nice, is that, that's their what I'm saying. healing powers, that's what I'm saying. it's like this whole world that we don't know anything about. So hope. Educate us. Lay it down, Hope. Well, I just want to say that, um, you know, essential oils are so luxurious and so sensual and so enticing that what we do is we just kind of like jump in, you know. And um, and I, I feel for people who are at that place where they maybe have a bunch of oils or they have been exploring oils, but they really don't have the basics down. Yeah. So they kind of even... You know, they ask questions that I'm like, you know, why don't we start at the beginning? You know, why don't we help you get grounded in this? So yeah. I hope that we can do that. Let's, so let's start basic. there. Let's start at the beginning. What are the basics? Um, well, essential oils are found in a small number of plants. Um, they're kind of like blood. 
um, for the plant. Um, mm. In other words, you know, your body's always making blood all the time. And so essential oils are, are the plant is always making the essential oil, and they change the chemical component of this kind of sticky, oily liquid that it can either be found in the skin of the plant or it can be found in, in between the cells um, or in the bark or in the resin. It comes from all different parts of the plant. And um, what's distinct about essential oils is that um, the only way they're extracted is through steam distillation. Interesting. So, yeah. So it gets a little bit confusing if you're really technical about it because natural perfume includes things like what are called absolutes, which are actually essential oils um, that are found in flowers, but they um, you need a chemical component to extract them. So like a gardenia, for example. Yeah, exactly. We have to pull that out synthetically. Yeah. Okay. Well, it could be done. The, the, the chemicals that you use to extract it can be more or less body-friendly, health-friendly. Mm -hmm. It doesn't difference have to between, be a petrochemical. Right. Is there a difference between a floral essential oil and then something like... Herb? An herbal, like yeah. A basil? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, there, you know, in the history of herbal medicine, um, in I think it's the 18th century, well, I don't know. I might have okay. my dates no wrong. No one's fact checking here. Don't okay. worry about it. Uh, this, there's this, er, there was an herbalist 18, named Culpepper. Love that name. Great. It's already great a spice. Name. Um, and he basically identified that the, um, that the source for the for the herbal medicine will also determine the action. And it's true for essential oils as is true for herbal extracts and all, all different ways that you use herbs. So, for example, flowers being, you know, they attract, obviously, bees. And so they're used for beauty. And they and because they're so um, fleeting, you know, in their life, they, they're about transformation and sort of the in-between moment, you know, when something emerges. Mm. Um, and, um, and obviously love. And um, whereas... Leaves, which is how the plant itself breathes, are for breathing. Interesting. Very interesting. So if you were to give someone like a, a essential oil starter kit for the basic essential oil bitch, like Elizabeth and I, <laughs> what would be in that kit? Well, this is assuming you're going to be making your own blends or you're going to be using the essential oils one at a time. No, this we don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. So <laughs> that's actually kind of an advanced question, but I'll answer it. Okay. Um, which is um, I recommend um, that peppermint, lavender, a citrus oil like lemon, lime, or grapefruit, um, a base note like cedarwood or frankincense or rosewood, and um, I said peppermint, and mm -hmm. um, some kind of... Uh, anti very strong antiviral that you can work with topically like eucalyptus or tea tree which is antifungal and antibacterial and antiviral and not everybody likes the smell so there's lots of other alternatives. So we'll get into what those do in a second but I want to go back to the extraction process for a second. I feel like um, that's the big conversation that I'm hearing when it comes to essential oils is where they're sourced and how they're extracted. Can you break that down for us and what is a consumer we should be looking for? Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that um, we're having such a hard time figuring out where to get good essential oils. Yeah. Uh, this is really a drag. So, um, and, you know, it's partly due to the fact that the perfume industry, the flavor industry, and um, have been, and cleaning industry, have been using essential oils in their products. And they tortured those poor little babies as they're extracted from the plant, then they they overly process them and 
change them chemically and you know put them into pine saw and to Altoids and <laughs> Coca Cola, um, and so about so that's kind of set up um, a bad practice. Uh, as it were, as to how to um, make essential oils available. And um, so today, if you want to get a good essential oil, the number one most important thing to do is to find a certified organic essential oil. Okay. Much like H. Gellerman Organics. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much, you know, you think that way about your food. Like, I know if I get certified organic, then it's not going to be GMO, and I'm not going to have to worry about the pesticides, and it's going to have a better growth cycle, you know, because it wasn't messed up by the pesticides. Right. The whole deal. So... Organic. I feel like there's a lot on the market right now, especially within the wellness space, that are organic. So we have that check. What yeah. else is certified it? organic? Certified organic, sure. Yeah. So then after that, is that then it's we're good to go, or are there other things we need to be looking for and be mindful okay, of? Okay. So then, you know, then you have the fact that most people don't know that essential oils actually have a shelf life. Now, if you're just going to use it for scent, um, it doesn't matter how old the oil is. If you like the way it smells, go ahead and use it. But if you want to get the therapeutic punch from an essential oil, it does matter how it's stored and kept. And so if it's put under strong hot lights all day long the way it is in a health food store um, mm. and could be sitting there for two years if it's not a popular oil, um, the likelihood is it's lost most of its potency. Um, it takes two years. You can have two years um, if you store them in the fridge poten- to get their full potency or one year um on a shelf. Keep them in the fridge. I never, never thought about that. that before. Oh, yeah. I got my fridge just for my essential oils. Of course you do. <laughs> you're, you're H. Gillerman organic. Of course you do. So shelf life. So basically that means health food stores right. are kind of not a place to buy them because you don't know how long they've been there. It's the same thing with olive oil. I mean, you really don't know what you're getting when you're buying an, an olive oil in a health food store. Like how long did it take? to get to that store, you mm-hmm. know? Say, for example, like a lavender. There's a variety. It doesn't just come. It's not like a one-size-fits-all No, not situation. at all. La- okay. There's lots of different lavenders. And, um, you know, definitely, like, when I sourced all the oils from my product line, um, I, you know, I looked into lots of different companies and which one I liked their oils. I mean, that was a big part of it. You know, I like the way it smells. And it's like this one company... I really hate the way their Nioli smells. And like one time I couldn't find it from my normal, sorry, sorcer. And um, it really ruined my product. <laughs> so I had to fix that. Right. Um, it can vary quite a lot. And it can vary just, you know, year to year. Sure, I can imagine. Right. It's like it's coming from the ground. So that's why the perfume industry doesn't really like essential oils. They like synthetic oils because it's they predictable. Can, yeah. So my question regarding the therapy versus the smell, I guess I was under the impression that, like, the smell was the therapy. That is the biggest number one. You get the prize for that is the... You won! (laughs) Yay! Do you have a... Yay! Yay! Best question! (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you so much. What have I won? Um, I already gave you your grade. I know. Back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I win you the win answer. answer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, um, gee, I have to think about that. No. Um, so, smell. Yeah. Majorly important thing that affects your emotional life. Mm-hmm. Um, and smells really important. You know, smells like how you know if you if there's off gas in the room, if an apple is rotten, if if uh, you know, if someone's sick, I mean, it's it's a it's a 
very primitive way that we are mostly unaware of consciously but affects us that we navigate ourselves through the world Mm -hmm. um not the way dogs do on the ground sniffing every little tiny little thing but you know we do smell everything um of course when there's a lot of bad smells and a lot of bad pollution in the air we kind of shut down our sense of smell but essential oils work definitely in that realm of smell um they when you inhale them they go into your sinuses and they go into your straight into the olfactory nerve which is like a a main line to the brain it basically is a portion of your brain that has sort of drop down into your sinuses. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to go through any kind of filter at all. Okay. Um, so it's very fast and very immediate, and it will, it will affect the limbic part, the limbic system and affect your emotional state of being. So that's why essential oils, through inhalation, they change your mood. Right. If you yeah. had no sense of smell, and um, that's Charlie. Good job. <laughs> Charlie the dog. I have a client who lost her sense of smell um, through illness, and um, she uses my products religiously. She doesn't know what they smell like. Her girlfriend tells her what they smell like. But um, the point is is that it's actually not the smell only that is affecting you. It's the actual chemical um, ingredient going into your bloodstream, going into your brain, into the fluids into your brain. So is it going through through our nostrils or through our skin? Well, when you're inhaling, it's going in through your nostrils. So the smell itself is evocative and connects to memory and all kinds of wonderful associations. Like, you know, I I have to admit that I like cashmere bouquet. I bet it doesn't even exist anymore, but because my grandmother bathed me with it, you know, Mm -hmm. and so it's this horribly synthetic cheap soap. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I like the smell. That's the reason why. But so smell is connected to memory, but it's also... um, the essential oil is also a physiologically going in. So if you don't smell it, it's still going into your body and having the same effect. So like if I couldn't smell and I inhaled a relaxer, I would feel relaxed even though I wasn't conscious of why. That's so interesting. That's She's awesome. She's nodding her head. She's nodding <laughs> and it's very mind-blowing. Yeah. That's cool. So then if the oil isn't potent or fresh, so to speak, then the the smell is kind of like an illusion? No, you're still going to be affected by the smell. The smells, if you enjoy the smell. Right. Like I said, it's luxury, it's pleasure, it's sensuality, you know, it's memory. But but um, it might not do the same thing to your brain chemistry. I see. Interesting. Wow. So then when you're using essential oils as a remedy, sometimes... I've noticed in reading instructions, for instance, for your sleep remedy, which is a fantastic blend, you're supposed to put it, like I put it on a tissue, part of the instructions, and sniff it. So that's not something you're supposed to put on your skin? Actually, you want to do both. But but in the hierarchy, the inhalation is the key um, because you just absorb more of the essential particles, which are these little microparticles that are airborne. And it was actually something I forgot to mentioned when I was talking about essential oils is that another really um, distinctive characteristic is that they're volatile, that they evaporate super fast. Like Mm. turpentine is is volatile and ammonia is volatile. You know, you open up the bottle and like, woof, you know. So same thing with essential oils. It's evaporating. That means that the actual liquid has turned into gas, you know, a vapor, a cloud of these little microparticles. And you're actually ingesting them when when you inhale them. Mm. And the closer an essential oil is to your face, to your nose, the more you're going to inhale. Mm. And you ha- inhale about 70% of what um, you in, um, absorb about 70% of what you inhale. 
Whereas when you apply something on your skin, um, it goes through your skin and kind of gets filtered over a slower period of time, a longer period of time, and that's only maybe like 10 or 15% of what you've actually applied will actually penetrate into your body. So is there, I've just thought of this question, so I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. She's going off book, guys. Off book. I'm improvising. I'm crazy. It's all in my book. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but so we're living in this urban environment where our olfactory senses are constantly inhaling a ton of different chemicals toxins. and toxins and all this insane stuff, cars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Is there an oil or some kind of some kind that we can use to combat or like break down the toxins that we're ingesting literally every second of our lives? Essential oils are so great for that. Um, you know, they 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 can be like a filter. Yeah, like a soothing moment. Yeah. Um, well, they're strongly um, antiviral and antibacterial, so they're great in enclosed spaces where you don't want to pick up somebody else's bug. Yeah, like an airplane, for example, which is my true nightmare of yeah. disease. Yeah. Airplane. An airplane wet cough. Yeah. Nothing worse. Ugh. Or a dry cough. Ugh. Any kind of cough in an airplane. Okay, how about a New York subway? Okay. I mean, don't so even think about it. It's the same thing. It's it's a it's a tiny uh, metal bullet that you're just trapped inside of with germs. But yeah. Charlie knows it's fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's um that's one time you might want to use essential oils. But like what kind? Like in my head it's like a lemongrass. Well, Remember I was saying leaf oils are good for breathing? Yeah. So um, the leaf oils are the, are the oils that you want to use So what's a leaf oil? Well, like eucalyptus or peppermint or, um, you know, um, those are some of the most the strongest ones. Then there's also hyssop, which is um, actually comes from the flower, but um, is really good for decongesting the lungs. Pine and needle oils mm. are very good for uh, strengthening the lungs and helping the body you know, the thing about holistic medicine is that it's holistic, you know, it's complex. It inv- you have you can look at all the different aspects of of an of a symptom instead of just saying let's get let's make the nose stop running. Right. You know. Right. So it's like if you're if you're breathing in a lot of toxins and it has allergies, you're getting allergies and that then you want to do something to strengthen your lungs and help detox your lungs. If it's more about sinus congestion, you want to do something that decongests your sinuses. If it's more about, you know, itchy, scratchy throat, then you want to do something that more, has more um, antihistamines in it. And, you know, you can do all kinds of stuff. I love that we're getting to specifics yeah, because that's we had what I think. so much uh, feedback and so many questions from our listeners. Um, so I'm just going to, we're just going to go through it. Oh, what about happy positivity? You just gave this to me before we started. I can attest I'm feeling zippy and great. Um, if you can't tell. Zippy. Um, Zippity-doo-dah. So, w- so you gave me peppermint oil. Yeah. Explain. So, Break it um, down. Well, I'm going to digress. Okay. Um, Please. The, um, the No rules here. This is okay, so retrograde. No one... I would like to retrograde. Um, <laughs> you know, no one asked me the other million-dollar question. Which is? Which is, do you use them one at a time? Or, you know, how do you, you know, what's the best way to... How to oil. Yeah, exactly. Hope, tell us how to oil. (laughs) (laughs) So, number one, you're better off with the blend of oils than one oil. Okay. Okay, because... Such as H. Gillerman organic. That's the idea. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, And definitely, if that is daunting in any way, shape, or form, just go out and buy 
pre-existing blends from, from you know, made by aromatherapists who's already sourced organic oils, who's already put together, you know, formulas that they've... Done the work. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love that. So don't shy away from that. Same thing goes for skincare. You know, there are plenty of natural skincare products right now, toxin-free skincare products right now that are made with essential oils. And, um, and it's easier to put, to use essential oils and skincare products because you don't have to put that much in. Okay. So, so um, what's a blend then for happy positivity? So, well, um, I think anything with bergamot is going to be happy. Anything with jasmine um, is extremely happy. Um, citrus oils make you happy um, on a whole. And, you know, the orangey ones are calming and the, the more um, lemony, grapefruity ones are uplifting. Mm. Um, so those are some examples. Ylang ylang. Ooh, ylang ylang. What is that? What are, all of, are all of those in a Flower. specific family? That you just named? No, I, I named uh, flowers and citrus. Okay, yeah. So those are two categories. And the peppermint is the leaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, next thing is what's a good blend for stress relief? Love that question. Thank she you. She gets another hello, bell. <laughs> okay, so to make a blend, yeah. um, you do anything between like three and five oils is is the conservative way to do it. Okay. Um and um, it's good to have an oil that's kind of a heavy, sticky, what's called a base note, like cedarwood or vetiver. Where are those from? Because those aren't leaves and they're not flowers. Resins and wood. Okay. Okay, resin is the As part the of the... base. Yeah. And like, sense. for example, resins come from the um, are what the plant does to heal a wound. Mm-hmm. So resins oh, are good for healing wounds. So okay. that's great for skincare. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so... And then when we make our blend, we do the, the essential oils, and then we use another oil, like a jojoba, as like the... So that's a fatty oil. That's not an essential oil. Right, but when we... We're not at carrier oils yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> One thing So many oils! Time. I know. Okay, so that's what I'm trying to say. It's complicated, right? Yeah. So just go out and buy the product, you know? Yeah. Just, <laughs> it's at Anthropology. Um, <laughs> but basically, uh, for stress... Um, Lavender is a great go-to oil for stress um, in that it has been studied the most mm-hmm. um, and it is proven to reduce the cortisol in your bloodstream. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's a adrenal hormone. Yeah, and it, if it's too much, it makes you fat. Yeah. Uh, that's a mean thing to say. I just mean it, no, it you throws your body you out hold, of whack. You hold, you hold, hold weight. weight in different areas when yeah. you have too much cortisol. Around your middle. Yes. And it also... Very, very female common. Yes, and it also disturbs sleep, causes depression, causes diabetes, whatever, whatever. Basically, like... Whatever, just diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, basically, if you sit all day long and stress out all day long, you've got a lot of cortisol yeah. in your bloodstream. So let's say with lavender, for instance, which can be preventative, is there like a regimen in which to intake it to then trigger those preventative properties? So for instance, like if I take lavender, like if I have a moment where I sniff some lavender every night before I go to bed, will there be long-term effects from that that are positive, or is it more of like an instantaneous thing? Both, and all of that will be much more if it's lavender in a blend. Okay. Okay. So um, let's say you've got lavender and orange and cedarwood. Let's just say that, for example, you know. Um, Okay, so then you have cedarwood is relaxing, 
orange is uh, is happy. Lavender is helpful helpful for sleep. So you're going to get this kind of synergistic connection between the oils. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be more effective mm. instantly because you're inhaling it. Anything you inhale, it happens right away. So instantaneously, <laughs> it will have an effect. But over time, will it then have a, a more magnified effect? Yes, definitely, because um, essential oils, um, the real miracle of essential oils is that they not only um, go through your whole body, okay, your bloodstream, your organs, your endocrine system, everything, um, your brain, your spinal cord, they even traces them found in the um, placenta. Mm-hmm. Um, not only do they go through the whole body, but they also are very um, adaptogenic. So that means that what you need them for, they'll do that for you. Uh, so yeah. if you're working on through an issue and you use an essential oil to deal with that issue, it will very much support that, that change. Great question. Here's another remedy, period cramps. Um, so we got a lot of questions about this. And yeah. I also am curious. Yeah, no, I, I have to say I, I like basil for period cramps because it's very good on the reproductive system. It's an oil that works best when you apply it in the lower back and the abdomen area. Mm. Um, it's very moving and um, but calming at the same time. It's motivating. I just I think that anything that's motivating is going to help you kind of not go, oh, woe is me, mm-hmm. which is what's such a drag when you don't want to do anything because you don't feel well and you want to get up and go back to your life. So I think basil is a great oil for that and it, it blends well with um, with a good base note and you could you could put in um, a pain relieving top note like a peppermint or a helichrysum or even lavender there, you know. So those are some nice combos. And sorry. No. One more oh, note then the other the other side of the period cramp, not just the pain and the and the muscle cramping, because basically all essential oils relax your muscles. I mean, they just know how to do that. When applied topically or yeah. topically. When, and then also when sniffed. This is, I think, where Huffed I'm having... in Elizabeth's childhood. This is where I'm having like some disconnect in that, yes, it, it's, it through our sense of smell, it is the properties are activated for healing, but then also topically it works in the same way or is this a different... In a different way and it... Again, I love this question. This is really to the core of what's confusing is, you know, should I inhale it or should I apply it topically? Okay. When you apply an essential oil topically, um, you definitely want to dilute it in carrier oils. And yes, jojoba is the great all-round easy oil because it doesn't um, oxidize. It's not actually even an oil. It's liquid wax. But um, when you apply it, it's going to go through the tissues that you have applied it to. It's going to absorb through the skin into those soft tissues, into that area first, and then eventually it's going to circulate through the whole body just like when you inhale it. But it's going to hit the area that you put it on, that you apply it to first. Mm-hmm. So if you inhale, yeah, okay, it's eventually going to get down to where you need it, but why not put it right where you need it? So that's why you want to do topical. Got it. And if you put a hot compress on there or a heating pad, that will definitely boost the benefit um, for cramps and stuff like that. Needless to say, if you put something topically on your neck or your chest or your armpits or, you know, your, your pulse points, you're going to be inhaling it because as it's evaporating off your own body, you're going to have both benefits, the inhalation and the topical. What, what blend um, ignites creativity or what few oils? Well, I think that um, 
any kind of meditative oil is going to ignite creativity. Um, any oil that was is going to kind of slow you down enough to shift your attention. Like a sandalwood? And sandalwood. Yeah. Who knows it? Who yeah. got it? She got it. She got it. <laughs> Rosewood. Yes. Sandalwood. So we talked about inhaling it, applying it topically. We've got a lot of questions about the diffusers. Yes, the big question. Let's talk about this. Okay. Because I have intrigue. I almost have a whole book on the diffusers. (laughs) But but, uh, no, I do have a chapter in my book. The reason being is because like a lot of people, because they think essential oils are about smell and they don't really understand that they're also affecting you physiologically and chemically, right? Right. Okay, so we've cleared that up. So if we go back to thinking that they were just about smell, then we think, oh, what a great way to naturally make my home smell good. Aromatherapy. Yeah. And the thing is, is that... Yes, it is a great way to make your home smell good, you know, but you can do that without buying a diffuser. Just use them in the shower. Your bathroom will stink up your home. You know, you can even just spill them on a pillow. Put a few drops on a pillow and it's going to diffuse. There's lots of ways to, to spread the, the scent of essential oils throughout your home. And if you pick a really strong oil like geranium, which I love to put in my closet, mm. um, it stays for kind of a while. But you're not going to use the vaporizer, or the candle, because that's going to heat up the oil, and that's going to change the chemical, the chemistry of it. So not, oh, oh, yeah, those were so in vogue for a second. From the body shop? Yes, I where you have, like, the kids. little, like, area little where you candle. put the oil, and the candle goes yeah. underneath, and then it, like, burns it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We don't want to do that. And then it forms this kind of burnt crust, and then, like, it attracts dust in the room, and then suddenly you have this, like, cruddy, dusty. Yeah. yeah. That's not wellness. And then you do, like... The humidifier, again, it's heating up the oils and it's clogging up the whole thing. And then you tip it over and then you have to worry you don't get electrocuted. And, Question for the in, for the heat situation. Is heating up oils much like heating up a juice where you're removing exactly. some of the properties? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, you want to do as little as possible to them. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so, th- so the Sonic, um, I like the Ultramist by Spa Room. Um, and so the Sonic is cold. It, it doesn't. It doesn't heat it up. And then the nebulizer. Um, nebulizers have been in this, used for for uh, diffusing essential oils for a while. And they clog really, really easily. But there's a new company called Organic Aroma that has made a nebulizer that actually doesn't clog. It still needs to be cleaned. So we want to look for something that's not going to be heating up and compromising the oil. But you you have no problem with these devices as um, used for aromatherapy. Yeah, the right diffusers. Right. Yes, So we want to look for one that doesn't heat up. Yeah. And... That you can maintain, that doesn't get all clogged right. and, and difficult to work with, and then you lose interest, you know? Right. Totally. Okay. Um, Interesting. So, and you want to use... You want you want to diffuse essential oils for... Um, well, definitely for freshening the air. Freshening mm-hmm. the air. Cleaning the air. Why not? You know? Let's get the toxins out of out of the air. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the best oil for that? Um, lemon is a good one. Mm. Very popular, um, and um, and you also want to use essential oils when you're sick, not necessarily really strong and close to you, but in the area sort of where people who are coming to bring you food, hopefully, um, you don't want them to get sick, so you can use essential oils to clean the air for them, and then um, and it, there it's great for sleep, but you have to turn it off. You can't sleep with it, you, so you would do it. You'd prep your room for sleep and then turn it off like half an hour before bed or something like that. Good tip. And sex, definitely. What oil for sex? Well, this is something that um, you can 
pretty much make up whatever answer you want to this. The famous oils are um, erotic oils are um, jasmine and ylang ylang. Okay. But obviously, Ylang is so slutty. I know. <laughs> you, just have to, you just have to move your tongue a certain way to say it. Ylang Ylang. <laughs> but, um, but really, it's, <laughs> it's just like anything else with sex. You know, it's whatever turns you on. Right. So, um, I mean, I remember when I first discovered the pure essential oil of lavender, I thought it was the most incredibly seductive thing I'd ever smelled. You know, and now it smells clean and 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 relaxing to me it, it's it's moved on to different parts of my life you know sure but obviously spices spice things up cinnamon yeah well cinnamon leaf not cinnamon bark okay what's the difference cinnamon bark is uh gonna burn you okay that's toxic cinnamon leaf got it yeah um i just got ginger. really really aroused by cinnamon cinnamon <laughs> yeah no totally like ginger and lemongrass those are also hot and mm. have a burning effect on the skin you got to dilute them um, and, um, and you got to be careful that, you know, your partner doesn't have different preferences. Right. Then that means you guys should break up. Definitely. It's a great <laughs> litmus test That's for what I relationships. <laughs> Which essential oil do you want in the bedroom? Um, talking about. Say ylang ylang while you're sucking a dick. <laughs> so, this is essential oils, but that's a retrograde. Um, so. We've talked about um, inhaling. We've talked about putting the oils on topically. We've talked about diffusing them. How about ingesting? Mm. Oh, another confusing area. Yes. Okay. So you are ingesting them when you're inhaling and when you're putting them topically. In other words, they are going into your body, but not through your mouth. Right? Right. So we're talking about actually swallowing essential oils. Sure. Okay. So there's a do and a don't. The do is um, find them in uh, the... In a capsule form, like doTERRA. Um, well, I haven't taken those capsules, but oh. um, uh, but the there is a capsule that they make with with peppermint that you can use for IBS. But definitely, capsule form is how you want to inject, how you want to swallow essential oils, as because opposed to putting it in water. You don't want to put it in water because then what's going to happen is the essential oil does not emulsify with water. So do you know how oil Floats sits on top? On top? Yeah. yeah. So then when you drink it, the little droplets of essential oil that are sitting on the top of the water are going to adhere to the esophagus, which is just raw mucous membrane. There's no protection there, and it will irritate it. It can cause reflux, which, you know, that's a precursor to cancer, so you don't want to mess with that. Is it? Yeah. Chronic reflux is not a healthy thing. Well, yeah, I just didn't know that it was a cancerous precursor. Wow, I feel like so many people I know put like a little drop of lemon or what have you in their uh, of lemon oil in their water. Okay, they there's do? a really great way to do it. You do that? Yeah. I've done it. A lot of people do it. I've never done that. Peppermint and lemon don't put it in your water. Interesting. Okay, but here's the cool thing. Lemon essential oil as well as all the citrus foods is um is in the skin of the fruit. So Fun. all you got to do is right. buy take a lemon. the rind. It's about to be organic. Get a rind, twist it, turn it, muddle it, whatever you want to do to it. Put it in your water. Refill it throughout the day. And you've got plenty of essential oils. You're going to get oh, all cool. those antioxidants. Yeah, You're going to get all I that support for your liver. putting the lemon essential oil in my water because I started just buying a big jug of uh, organic lemon juice just to save time to do the lemon water in the morning. And so I started adding the lemon essential oil to my lemon water so that because I was missing the rind. That was my thinking. But I guess I should not, not do and that now, anymore. And you have reflux right now. I do. So 
Light bulb. Light bulb. Yeah, something to look at. Yeah. yeah. Something to look at. Interesting. Revelations today. And then, so I, I guess it's obvious if a company is making the capsules, then they're the, the quality for ingestion, assuming they're certified organic. Um, yeah. Right. They have to be certified organic. Okay. Um, unfortunately, when a company claims that it's a therapeutic grade, that's a meaningless statement. That's, right. That's right. a, it's a, you know, it's their intention for them to be therapeutic, but, but they are therapeutic. Right. So much. There's so much to know, know and right? so much to learn. What's a good resource for our listeners to continue this this exploration? I with know themselves? essential oils every day, rituals, remedies for healing and happiness and beauty by Hope Gillerman. You're good. Thanks. <laughs> You're good. Um, it actually, I we both have a copy of the book. It's a fantastic resource. It's like one of those great books to just have in your home if you're interested in this type of thing. Um, Hope. Thank you. That's very You're nice. a gem. Oh, let's also shout out where we can, if you live in Los Angeles, where you can get the oils. So my products are in, um, which is a, it's a line of remedies, mm-hmm. are <clears throat> in spas and in um, natural beauty boutiques like Detox Market and um, Credo and um, at Cafe Gratitude has little pop-up But also shops. you're in anthropology. Oh, in anthropology. And many places, you can all around the country. We can yeah. find your stuff, yeah. which is pretty exciting. And but you know what is also all around the country? The internet. Yep. She What's knows. your website? hgillermanorganics.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Hope. Thank you. And thank you, Charlie. And I just want to say, <laughs> if you want to, if you follow me on Instagram and want to post questions, I answer them. Amazing. Yes, you have so much info. I feel like we just cracked the surface. Maybe part cool. two another time. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Yay. Yes, that's a retrograde. It's one of my favorite times right now. Thanks for that jingle. Spring. Yeah, yeah, Elizabeth, it's spring. <laughs> Actually, let's just hop right on into this uh, this here Roses and Thorns moment. This is something I didn't even think I was going to do. This is off the cuff oh, improv right hey, here. Hey, hey. It's time for R&T. Those stems and leaves. It's time for R&T. Those stems and leaves. Who's down with R&T? The T is Elizabeth is we did a spring equinox ritual. We did. We did not speak of this. We haven't. Yet. It was we posted about it on our Instagram, Mikey Dimitrovich. We went deep Spirit. the craft. We went full on coven, <laughs> full on. Me, Elizabeth, and our friend Emily came to my house. We got our bowl of hot water, our bowl of salt, our our burn bowl, and we did our candle, our candle, and we did the ritual of. Welcoming in the equinox. Gathering the elements together in in an effort to welcome the equinox, let go of that which does not serve us, and call in that which we desire. And it was so fun and witchy. It was like really, really speaking to my seventh grade self who truly thought she was a witch. Oh, yeah, same. Or wanted to be. I had this book like the goddess something that would have all these spells. I love it. And I used to like do one to like make the modem work (laughs) when it wouldn't work, like all this weird stuff. Anyway. But I feel like the shit I released, like, actually... Me too. ...feels way less in my sphere of consciousness. Me too. So good. I do too. Guys, Mikey Dimitrovich, Edible Spirit, we've had him on. You know him. You love him. His website is has is full of little chunks of great knowledge and, and rituals. I suggest gathering a couple of friends to do these things with because it is sort of, like, odd. I'll be honest. It's odd to be, like... 
I think earth and air and water. It's like you do feel like a character in a novel that you've yet to read or write. Right. Um, Point to the west. Yeah, but with your friends, it's just like if you take a lighthearted tone with it, it's actually like a bonding. It's cool because you're like being funny and weird and vulnerable with your friends, and it's also just like. Before we even did the ritual, we sat down. We actually talked with each other about the things that were going on in our lives. And, like, it was just a really beautiful moment of, like, that's what friends are for. connection. That's, like, what friends are for. And yeah. I feel like we forget that sometimes, especially as adults, where it's, like, you grow into adult friendships and you don't necessarily – like with your with your childhood friends, it's like you can immediately like go in and be like, "This is how I'm feeling," and you're you're completely stripped down. But with your adult friends, even if you love them so much, there's a level of like not necessarily reaching that mm-hmm. at times yeah. because I think we all think that we all need to be okay for each other, and so it was so real, yeah. And so it was like really cool to just like have that moment, be totally vulnerable, yeah. and we should all be doing that more often. So I just think. homework, yeah. Cry with your friends, yeah. <laughs> And lit a candle while you're doing it and point to the West. Okay, well, this was actually a thorn because I hadn't taken a dance class in 2017 yet until yesterday. Whoa. And I've talked so openly about how that practice of dancing weekly, at least once a week, was like such a heart-opening and mind-opening experience for just like getting – comfortable with my body and my movement and my thoughts and it was such a practice for me for so long and I was like why the fuck am I not doing this why have I put this down and I picked it back up Mm -hmm. and there's something so special about having those practices that you might move away from and then refinding it I think there's something to be said for not being too hard on yourself for putting it down like I get that with yoga where I feel like if I'm not doing it like three times a week that I'm like not a yogi and it's like Life just happens exactly. and sometimes you just don't have time for all the things that you love to do and I think by putting them down and rediscovering them, you have like an additional appreciation. Exactly. So it's like necessary. So I'm exper- like I was dancing around my apartment this morning like fully just like in it and just like re-found my relationship with the dance. Cute. Lord of and the dance, Elizabeth <laughs> Cobb. Um, so that is great. And I will say, Amy Hessler, if you guys are in L.A., our friend who's a hilarious comedian, also a phenomenal dance teacher. She teaches at Heart Twerk Shop at uh, Sweat Spot and at Heart Bee House. She does a great hip-hop class. Um, Check her out. And also check out her web series, which I love. love. Oh, double plug. 30 and booked. It's hilarious. I have a thing with my dog, and that is that I really don't enjoy picking up his poop. Not for the obvious reasons. Obviously, no one likes to fucking grab poop. But here's the thing. I think it's a huge problem that we're using plastic bags to pick up organic waste and then turn the organic waste into plastic waste. If we lived in a world where we had, like, shovels on every corner or we could have – which my patented heart wish is that I invent, like, a tiny shovel to carry around on my dog's leash, which I haven't figured that out. I know. I have this vision of, like, a tiny shovel that you, like, scoop the poop, you bury it, and then you, like, kind of, like, flip the shovel in like you're a cowboy in the Old West and it, like, goes in its case. Ooh, what's good, inventor stuff? I know. It's a great idea. I just – A, haven't patented it. Nobody steal the idea. And B, if you know how to patent, please come at me. My only thing is – how does the shovel not smell like poop? Maybe there's some sort of like antibacterial spray that's also attached to the shovel thing. Okay, whatever. We're getting sidetracked. <laughs> the point is this doesn't exist. 
But what does exist, which I discovered, which some of you may know about, I don't know, is biodegradable pet waste bags made from corn and other biodegradable products. Because as we learned from our Waste Not Want Not episode or whatever the fuck that episode was called, when you put plastic in the ground, it just sits there forever and ever and ever. And it's disgusting. It's like it's – Every, ever since we did that episode, every time I throw away my trash, I get like a pang of guilt because I'm like, oh, it, when you're a child, you just think it like actually goes away. But when yeah. you're an adult, you know, it just like is living inside of yeah, you. Yeah, and knowledge, unfortunately, like ignorance is bliss. And now that we know, it's like, ugh. It's like I'm not going to be 100% waste-free. I've got to rinse this hummus container before I put it in the trash or I know. in the recycling. I know. The rinsing is how. Anyways, this company is called Biobag. And as you can see, there's like a little corn Cute. thing. And they actually smell edible, which is so odd. They like smell good. Um, and I got them at Air One, which is so cunty. But – you can, I'm sure, order these off Amazon yeah. or Thrive Market, 100%. We'll put a link on the website. We'll put a link on the website. Bio bag, pet waste bags, the alternative to regular plastic bags. Not sponsored, just responsible. I just think <laughs> that where we can, we should be being mindful about this stuff. Absolutely. So that That's was a so huge retrograde. find for me. That is so retrograde. But it's not. It's actually wonderful. Yes. And my other rose is Jill Willard, guys. Ugh. Previous episode. Did you guys like that episode? We loved it. Ugh, we're obsessed with her. Um, she gave us these. On her website, you can find the these I Am meditations that she has. They're also, yeah, in her book. And in her book. And um, I've been doing the ones that she gave me, which have to do with my crown chakra. No, my third eye chakra. And it, it has been making me feel so much more grounded and connected to myself. So I just... Wanted to say it's a beautiful discovery to learn new practices on your journey. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. Um, my thorn is, I feel like this is the equivalent to your eye. Uh-huh. Uh-oh, the here skin we go. journey I've been going through. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just hit a level where you're like, oh, shit, I need to go deeper. I need to, like, be more mindful. And this has been that for me mm. of, you know, cutting out caffeine, cutting out alcohol, cutting out gluten, just to see what the fuck, if any of those things are triggering it. Mm -hmm. Um, But in that, and the reason why I'm sharing this is that I know that everybody, everyone is different. Everybody is different. But to be able to be open and talk to you guys about my discovery, like I'm hoping discoveries as I'm going through this, I hope that uh, we can hopefully – shed some knowledge and maybe a little tidbit might help you guys. But so one thing I've been doing is really going natural with all of my products, Mm -hmm. which is the first step. Um, It was really interesting. I met with Jessa Blades yesterday, who is a really awesome, uh, she's a makeup artist. She's, I, I don't even know how to describe her. She's just like really entrenched in wellness and beauty and bringing those things together and hormones and what you're eating and all of, all of those things. And she was talking about how these big makeup companies are, like, sponsoring 5Ks for cancer and whatnot, but also, like, putting things in their products of course. that cause of course. cancer. It's like the doctors who prescribe um, opiates to people who are withdrawing off of hair. They're prescribing opiates, and then they're prescribing the withdrawal medication at the same time. Exactly. It's, it's, it's just like a cycle. Yeah. And so the first stage in this whole, like, journey of trying to figure out and, and 
save my skin, um, is going natural with the products. And I've been working with this fantastic chick who I've met at the holistic dentist, of course. Uh, Dr. Carla Solis introduced us. Uh, her name is Haley Wood, and she's the th a therapeutic skin coach. She's been helping me dissect all the products I was using and like how to go cleaner with them. And what I loved about her is I got a facial with her and then she had me send all of the products that I was currently using or that I have in my arsenal to form a regimen from that instead of going to buy new stuff. Yeah. So rosehip oil by Pi is something that I've been using at night that's been helping. I've been using it too. It's great. It's the best. Um, and I'm looking for a cleanser. I might try some oil cleansing. Actually, yes, I have a suggestion. Yeah. For you. So something that I've discovered um, with skincare, mm -hmm. um, I feel like I've, I'm kind of getting it down to like a science. Yours looks so good. Thank you. Not to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's I just, okay. My eyelids are clear as yeah, day. So no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, But something that I think is really important is not washing your face. Because water is super harsh. So mm -hmm. I want you to try these things that I've been using that are incredible. They're witch hazel cleansing cloths. Mm. So at night, just take one of the witch hazel cleansing cloths and wipe your makeup off so gently. And then take the rosehip oil and mix it. What I think you should do, this is just my like yeah. intuitive, intuitive thing, prescription. is put a tiny bit of tea tree oil in the rosehip oil and rub it in your palms and then like just massage your face Interesting. with just that. I think like when it comes to skincare, like simpler is better. Like I think that we think we wash our face and then we use these cleansers and then we use these lotions and all, and because they say the things that they're supposed to do and like an oil doesn't fucking say anything to you. It's not gonna make you any promises. Right, um, I'm about to parlay into oil cleansing and I was curious if any oil of our listeners have a product or something that they have explored. Yeah. What's oil cleansing? You it's uh, you use oil to cleanse. So there's like specific oil cleansers like specifically for cleansing. Right. That's the that's the castor oil yeah. thing that I was gently suggesting. So anyway, stay tuned for this. I feel like I have a future in like oil facial it, moments. May, who knows? Essential oils, oil facials. I think partially with things like this, call me crazy. The reason why they seem like they're not getting better is because we start to like obsess yeah. over them and it starts to be like the only thing that you see and feel about yourself and your face. Like it becomes like a whole fucking thing. So it's like I think part of it is just proceeding with Releasing. like normal hab habitual, obviously using the proper products and everything, but not giving it like additional stress or attention. Yeah. Because that's definitely part of things that don't heal. 100%. Yeah. So Things that don't heal. A memoir by That's So Retrograde. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's going on. But it's the witch hazel wipes, I would I would do them. They feel yeah, so to good that. too. I'm open to that. Um, For three days I've been thinking of telling you that. And oh, I decided to take this thanks. opportunity. I'm glad you, whilst recording, I'm so into it. Um, we have some listener mail from a lovely gal named Madeline who was curious about our probiotic regimen. And for a long time I've been shouting out Dr. O'Hara's, but I have this to share, that in talking to some people, you're supposed to switch up your probiotics every once in a while. I mean, there's so much fucking conflicting information on probiotics, it makes my head spin. And Just like your uh, shampoo and conditioner regimen? Exactly. Or skincare regimen. Right. Um, Apparently, your gut can get accustomed to the probiotics and you're supposed to switch it up. To be honest, I don't know. And the experts that we've had come in all say – some of them say the same thing. Some of them say different things um, about the importance of ingesting probiotics. 
I personally think it's the best to get your probiotics from natural foods, but a probiotic pill or shot or what have you, like shot to eat, not in, not inject, um, is always a great move. Um, Steph, what do you like to use? I also like Dr. O'Hara's, but um, I'm really into Inner Echo right now. Mm-hmm which is um, a coconut water, coconut kefir, non-dairy-based probiotic. And I think there's something to be said for drinking your probiotic. Yeah. It feels like it's more effective right. or something. The like, shot. Yeah, it's like a little shot. I sip it in the morning and occasionally in the evening because right now I'm trying to recover my gut from antibiotics. Um, but, you know, I take so many vitamins that just to, like, Nix one pill was kind of like a relief. Yeah. So it's called Inner Echo. There's like a little line over the E. We can link this on the website. Cool. Um, and it actually tastes really good. Wonderful. And I just love when you take something and you're like, ooh, it's working, rather than like, right. oh, I'm just putting a pill in my body and like hopefully somewhere down the line it's like doing something. Feel you. I wish I could on it. I mean, you can drink all your vitamins actually, but a lot of them taste fucking disgusting. So real. Like the Madeline, B's and the C's of it all are nar. Thank you for the email. You guys can always hit us up. That's so retrograde at gmail.com for questions. Uh, I want to shout out the uh, event we're doing with Bloomingdale's April 8th. What? April That's so 8th? soon. Yeah, it is April 8th. Um, it's going to be at 9 a.m. at Bloomingdale's before it opens. Kelsey Patel. Wait, that's like our teenage mall I know, dream. right? <laughs> mall madness. Um, Kelsey what? Patel. Yes, my mom wouldn't let me have that game. Same. Um, she is going to be leading a group Reiki meditation. This is the same uh, thing that we did with an event at the Den recently, and it was phenomenal. Everybody walked away shifted and invigorated, and we're so excited to bring it to you guys. You can find the information and register for that on our site. It is free, and then it'll be a really fun party at Bloomingdale's that we're planning after in celebration of their friends and family, 25% off. So get grounded, then shop it off a bit, and there might be a Bloody Mary bar. Whoa. Just saying. Guess I shouldn't start my cleanse on (laughs) April 1st. (laughs) Um... Thank you so much to Hope Gillerman. Oh, we have a promo code for the next week on hgillermanorganics.com, 15% off with the promo code retrograde. retrograde. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check that out. We'll have a link to that on the website. We love her travel remedy, her jaw clenching remedy, her meditation remedy, all the remedies. Um, I think it's time for us to get out of here. Let's go. We've been rambling on for hours and hours. We love you guys. Namaste, Namaste listening. listening. Yes, that's a retrograde!